Are You Playing? Hello, and welcome to What the Bleep Are You Playing? A podcast where we sit here and uh, play a game many times bad, and then we tell you why the bleep we played it. I'm Sean, and I know it is all fake. I'm here with Thomas, who still believes in the magic. We're here with Cage Match Mason. And what's that? Who's that with the chair? Oh my god, it's special guest Chris Benjamin! So how you guys doing? I loved that intro. I'm doing great. That's probably the most energy that you're going to get out of this well, entire look, time. I had you don't energy have energy, we are talking about wrestling. You need energy. Maybe I should have drank, like, a... Maybe Should I have pounded away ten monsters before I came I on? I mean, you should have done what this. wrestling did and pounded each other. <laughs> not in that way. Not, not... Look, but, uh, we already got... We already got the homoerotic part out of the way, so... <laughs> Listen, I can pound my... Se- Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> so anyway, this week is Thomas's game, and uh, Thomas decided to make us play WWE... I almost put an extra W in there. WWE All-Stars for the PlayStation 3. It's www.e.com. I thought you were going to go with WWF. I was like, damn, old school... Look, World World Wi- Wi- the World Wildlife Federation. Foundation really uh, <laughs> made a great game for the PS3. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite fun facts, is that they had to change it because of the fucking Wildlife Federation. Yep. Uh, oh, God. I also love how you, how you described it as Thomas made us play it like he had a gun to the back of our heads. I mean, that is how we make up our games uh, on this list. You know, I you played Phantom Menace. <laughs> I did say? play Phantom they Menace. They hold guns to each other's heads. I heard they were playing wrestling, and I was like, can I play? Can I play? Please? Can I play? And Mason held a Wiimote to our heads and just like, go <laughs> vacation. <so. laughs> I you totally know, believe that one. You know what? I'm not even going to refute that. <laughs> I was there. I saw it happen. You were like, did you take it home yet? Have you played it yet? Did you take it home yet? It's like a fucking crack addict. Did you take it? Did you take it? I need to get it. Thomas, why did you choose the PlayStation 3 version and not the PSP or the Wii or the Nintendo 3DS versions? Or the PlayStation 2 version. Uh, Or the Xbox 360 version. Yes, there are that many versions of this game. There are a lot. There are a lot of versions of this game. Simply put, the PS3 version is the one I knew was actually passable. Considering the fact that the PS2 version and... Okay, the PS3 and the Xbox 360 version were both made by the same developer. The PS3, the PS2, PSP, all those versions were made by this company called Subdued Software. They made one game, and it was WWE All-Stars. Wow. (laughs) I I think we're sensing a trend with a lot of our games right now that we've been picking. That uh, there is a uh, a lot of times a handheld port of this game, and, well, it does not. (laughs) Some other studio was like, ah, yeah, we'll take this game, and let's uh, let's take a maybe not good game, and let's make it worse. And anyway, then that ultimately get ready when kills we play them. Uh, Goldeneye Rogue Agent uh, for the sweet yes. Jesus. Why? <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, yes, we played WWE All Stars. Uh, Tell a little bit about WWE All Stars. As Sean's going to read some Wikipedia to you today because that's going to be my Woo-hoo. contribution. Because you'll find out here. Of this group here, Chris is filling in more because Sean knows nothing about wrestling. I wasn't even told that's why I was brought in. They were just like, yeah, you can join. And I was like, wrestling. Well, you have an energetic response. You were like, wrestling. And Sean was like, oh, God, wrestling. I was like, isn't that Hulk Hogan? Isn't he a part of that? <laughs> he was 
for a while. And then he made his own company called TNA, which was actually pretty fun to go watch. Uh, they were kind of hinky. Like, okay, so here's they the thing. Vincent, Vincent Hinky, Hinky, Vincent McMahon was very sketchy in his treatment of wrestlers. And then if you thought he so, was bad, Hulk Hogan was worse. <laughs> sketchy, to put it, to put it very lightly. <laughs> Like, I sometimes wonder why all those wrestlers in the 80s stuck around as long as they did, considering all the shit they had to go through. Granted, quite a few of them were on cocaine. But this is not <laughs> point, it's the 80s, everyone I was. Gonna, was. It, it, it's yeah, the 80s. Was the These 80s. guys are rich out of their minds, so yeah, they're going to be doing you cocaine. You see, not really. Most wrestlers, unless you are Hulk Hogan or nowadays John Cena, you're probably broke. Yeah. Well, and especially in the 80s, because here's the thing, is you had to transport yourself to every new match, which was often across straight lines. You ha- you didn't get paid for it. You had to pay for your own hotel. You had to drive yourself. You had to pay for your own gas. Uh, if you wanted food or anything, you had to pay for all of that. You were covering all of your expenses. You were getting paid a little bit of money for being on TV, but really not that much. Not as much as they deserved, considering how much effort they constantly put in. All the training they had to do, they didn't really get paid for that. That's and basically, up. wrestlers were minor league baseball players, is what you're saying. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I don't know shit about that, so let's go with yeah. I mean, pretty much, yeah. And to make it worse, that's still how it is nowadays. But at least nowadays, they get a couple... Well, it was when Vince McMahon ran the company. Now Triple H runs it. It might be different. I don't know. But uh, nowadays, the wrestlers at least get a couple days to relax with their families before big pay-per-views. In the 80s, especially if you, you were Hulk Hogan, that was seven days a week, twice on Sundays. They get toy Yikes. money now, though, don't they? I believe so, yes. Yeah, because well. they didn't used to get money for the toys that were made off of them. Like, you didn't get money for your facial rights. But now they do. So you can make more money off of wrestling now, um, unless you are someone who happens to strike it really fucking big. Like, The Rock, Hulk Hogan, John Cena. You are probably not going to be making a lot of money off of this. I You're mean, in fairness, The Rock didn't become The Rock in terms of, like, what he is now. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, sorry. The Rock did not become Dwayne Johnson until uh, shed off the wrestling persona and only That's recently right. came back to some of the wrestling persona stuff once The Rock was himself, you know, a, a very, very, you know, bankable person with, with yeah. or without it. Most people nowadays forget that he was ever a wrestler, yeah. which I think is his intention. And he's in this game, and boy, does he look... Uh, well, we determined he looks kind of like Vince Vaughn. Christ, he does. I forgot I, you said that. I assume we're going to get... We can get more into the to the visuals later. Yeah. Uh, I believe this started with you. We're going to read, read, read the, some Wikipedia. Yeah, uh, Chris is already taking us down a rabbit trail, because, you know, that's what we're here for. Hey, it's so, a podcast. That's what happens. That's, yeah. WWE All-Stars is a professional wrestling game published by THQ and developed by THQ San Diego for the PlayStation 3, Xbox 360 systems, and Subdued Software for the PlayStation Portable, Wii, Nintendo 3DS, and the PlayStation 2 system. Oh, yikes. A 3DS version? Uh, Look, 3DS fighting games are already bad. Now just imagine... (laughs) Just imagine it with wrestling. I have a 3DS at the moment. I kind of want to get it in play. No, you have a DSi. Oh, fuck, yeah, you're right. Say what? Why do you know my system better than I do? Look, I'm I'm smart. It's all good. I don't (laughs) know about that. The game features current and former WWE wrestlers competing in fast-paced wrestling matches. It was released on March 29th, 2011 in North America, April 1st, 2011 in Europe, and is the only WWE video game to be available for the Nintendo 3DS. 
And it was the last WWE video game to be released on both the PlayStation 2 and the PlayStation Portable. The PISP's last game. Whoa. Yeah, really? Our last WWE game. Oh, last WWE game. So, uh, it, it, it featured a bunch of different gameplay modes. Uh, the big thing that was the marketing one that I uh, was the Path of Champions, being able that, to go through a ten match gauntlet. That was one of the big marketing uh, things that they did on it. That's basically if if we're comparing this to fighting game tropes, that's the arcade mode. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, you pick your wrestler. You can customize one if you want. I made good old Bill, uh, <laughs> and never played as him. Uh, you pick your wrestler. You go through this. You go through this path. You can pick either you take on The Undertaker for the original WWF championship, Randy Orton for the modern WWE championship, or Shawn Michaels and Triple H Degeneration X for the tag team championships. Thomas already knew everything I was going to read there. Thomas got it. Bam. God, <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. I'll take it. You know, you I'll did that from it. your head. I'm like, yeah, that that's the up. Uh-huh. Wait, yeah. Way to, uh, way to uh-huh. do Shawn's uh-huh. job for Uh-huh. Me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No uh, more about wrestling, Sean. Look, I have an unhealthy amount of wrestling knowledge in my head. Honestly, you know? I love that for you. I'm not going to lie. I think it is healthy. I think you're doing great. Uh, it also uh, featured a fantasy warfare mode, uh, which involves a series of 15 WWE dream matches that pit, le- pit legends of the past against a char- characteristically similar modern-day superstar. Mm-hmm. Uh this is actually, I said, uh, just a subset on this, it's actually kind of cool. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, not does... knowing a whole lot about it, but I, I honestly, uh, also, they, they spent a lot of time putting together uh, uh, videos for this one. I fucking love the videos. Because if you don't know, I mean, Sean's probably the only one here who doesn't know. They do high packages for matches at pay-per-views, <laughs> and they're so stupid and cheesy, and I love them. So they do that for these fantasy warfare matches, and I think they are amazing. Specifically, the John Cena Hulk Hogan one. Oh my god! Oh yeah, I think I saw that. Yeah, I was one. gonna say I think I showed you that one. Did I show? Uh, I did not see that one. I did see the one for Under the Giant and Big Show because I I played as them. I got my ass fucking handed to me. And am I allowed to cuss on here? Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my ass. Someone doesn't to me. listen to the podcast and does, but still gets to be a guest. This is. I am too. I can't focus on shit. Okay, I try. Um, anyway. Anywho, you, I. You are Fitch. You look like you're doing a drum solo, bud. <laughs> Chris did I copious did. amounts of cocaine before doing this podcast. In oh, the true so- spirit of WWE. <laughs> <laughs> by Big Show, and I played a bunch of other people, and I got my ass handed to me every single time. I could just I'm imma- not good at fighting I could just games. imagine uh, Chris coming into work the next day, running around like Ultimate Warriors and trying to He takes the bookshelf. Oh, God. I go into my quiet bookstore where we have classical music playing to set and ambiance, and I'm just, like, jumping and yelling the entire time. <laughs> Look... So the development on this game. Um, <laughs> okay, I do have notes on the development. Uh, uh, it was first announced at E3 uh, in 2010, also with WWE SmackDown vs. Raw. Both games were announced at E3 uh, in 2010. Uh, All-Stars was the first game to be produced by THQ San Diego. 
Uh, many of the all of the team employees had worked at Midway San Diego, the studio that developed the first TNA Impact professional wrestling video game. It is the second WWE game produced by video game desire, designer Sal DeVita, the first being WWF WrestleMania, the arcade game. Wait, the arcade. Is that the one with the Mortal Kombat graphics? Probably. It was Midway, so... I do remember that. So, THQ San Diego, formerly known as Midway San Diego. Do you mind if I go into a bit of their history? Have, it, have at it, Thomas. Okay, so... Just some of the games they developed. Uh, Cruisin' USA for the N64. Okay. Rampage World Tour for the PS1. <laughs> Freaky Flyers and Gauntlet Seven Sorrows for the PS2. Uh, Hydro Thunder and Off-Road Thunder for the arcade. I love Hydro Thunder. <laughs> I got, love that game. You got very happy. Mason's face just like lit up like say, a little kid in a I, candy I was like one of my favorite I'm pretty games. sure in a couple of... Uh, isn't that one we're playing that, in I was going to say that's on I the was, Yeah, that one's on the list. I yeah. loved that game to death. I was, I was very excited to hear... That, that was like the oh, that so was we like get to come back to this. Uh, yeah, we get to come back weeks. to this. Not too. only was that like one of the first video games I ever played. I'm pretty sure that's one of the first arcade games I ever played. But uh, you're young. I know. Yeah. But I'm pretty uh, sure the first arcade game I played, I was like five or six, and I'm pretty sure it was one of the X Men arcade games, like the X Men versus the the. Uh, was it like X Men versus Street Fighter? No, it was on like it was arcade. It was because it was a fighting game. It was either X Men versus something. It was X Men. It was X Men oriented because I played the Cyclops. When we say arcade game, we mean literal arcade. Literally like at an arcade. Yeah, yeah, like the arcade uh, cabinet. Oh wow. Uh, I'm Mrs. Pac Man. I played a lot of until I didn't play Pac Man until later. Uh, um, first arcade game I ever played. I forget what it was, but it was one of those driving games mm-hmm. where uh, Galaga. I played Galaga a bunch also because my dad loved it. Anyway, but, I interrupted uh, Thomas yeah, there. But yeah. We're going off tangents a lot. This is going to be a great episode. Um, Look, no, we're all jumping was... off the road. We're <laughs> each person I trying came to... and I it's... gave everyone secret cocaine, so this could be the messiest episode yet. <laughs> what is the difference between cocaine and secret cocaine? You didn't know you were taking it. Oh, it was on the Taco Bell. God damn it. Um, <laughs> that only you ate. <laughs> it passed on to the rest of them through it was like in the, the influence. Yeah. Uh, I this, put it in the air. Uh, this was the second to last game. THQ San Diego ever made, ever released, I should say. Their last game ever was Darksiders 2. Oh! Yeah, so a bit of a bit of an odd shift, but yeah. This was one of the last games they ever made, and when you look at their history, combined with the arcade games and stuff, and the fact that they made the NFL Blitz games, which is another taking these kind of realistic characters and making them do this cartoony over-the-top bullshit you kind of see why they were the ones selected for this game. So at least there's not the question there like there was with Marvel Nemesis and Phantom Menace. That's fair. I I think I would actually have preferred if it was an arcade game, honestly. If this was an arcade game? Yeah. I I kind of do agree because, let's put it this way, this feels like it should be an arcade game. Yeah. Because you know how they used to have arcade games and they would get a console release with more stuff in it. Mm-hmm. This still feels like it's the arcade game because there is stuff that is kind of missing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I won't say like characters <laughs> specifically we'll, one character. We'll we'll get to that. Um, there there's just like there is Path of Champions, there is Fantasy Warfare, but overall there is still some content missing, like a 
story mode would have done good. Not like a massive one, but just something like maybe taking your character on through this small journey, something like that. Uh, yeah, maybe. But they decided they were going to just, you know, punchy-punchy. Very punchy-punchy. But is also punchy-punchy when the hitboxes aren't 100% there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. I, I I was describing a lot of this play is I think they were trying for the feel of wrestling and that, you know, uh, you know that it is fake, you know, and all those sort of things. But I think... How dare you? I think at times, <laughs> there were times in playing this where I would literally hit the person and nothing would happen, but they would go, like, to the side of me and I'd go fly, you know, I'm like... That did happen to me a there, few times. You know, the controls were not great. I don't know if that's a control issue, but like... It, it, some of it is I, just the... Pro, oh, the, the, bit, the, yeah. the uh, they were 100%, I think, going for the flair of wrestling, which by doing some of those things means that controls don't respond always at, at the best. It, it is one of those things where, you're right, they are going for the flair of wrestling. Because when you watch wrestling, there's all this flippy-dippy bullshit, all these things mm -hmm. and stuff. But the difference is in there it's scripted, mm -hmm. so yeah. you can you know you can control what events happen. In video games, it's not scripted, and especially in something like this where they're going more over the top, and Eddie Guerrero can throw you fifty feet into the air. It's a bit like, what the fuck do I do? What just happened? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't mind some of the like over the topness. My issue came with like the cage match because I did play quite a few cage matches, and I got my ass handed to me by John Cena three fucking times, and. <laughs> My Here's time is now. You can't see me. My time is Damn now. It. I would be climbing up on top of the cage. He would climb. And somehow he would climb faster than me. And I'd be like, how the fuck are you doing that? And he would climb faster than me. And instead of going over the top, because it's a timing thing. And the timing thing was really difficult. I'm just bad at timing challenges. So that was probably more of a me thing than a game control thing. But then he would decide to, like, jump off his side of the cage to me. And he would not even approach me. But him just jumping off and landing would send me as Triple H flying. <laughs> and then I'm stuck on the ground for five seconds as he goes climbing back up. And I'm like, no. Some of the uh, some of the stuff like, yeah, if you're going to make a fighting game, make a fighting game uh, out of it. Like these larger than life, they clearly the animation and the style is meant to look like smashing your toys together. Then that's okay. Like. We're not pulling punches if we're playing with our toys. That's something. That's something I, I told Thomas while we were playing against each other. I was like, they they look like robot chicken characters. They really do. Like as soon as you said that, I just imagined a skit with like Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan, but it's the fake like pipe, paper mouths or whatever. This feels. Uh, I said, is is this the the, the jump force of wrestling games? And oh, then it's the toys. Oh. <laughs> it looks like the toys. <laughs> oh, this, it's the it's the uh, Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. Oh Jesus Christ! The, yeah, no, the look is, is is striking. Which to segue from that uh, a little bit is, despite how it looks, this game was received really well. I, I'll say that I think it is a very fun game. It was, uh, you know, I, and I say very well, but just considering the games that we have played here and some of the reviews that we've had <laughs> at times, the fact that it got, you know, a 75 out of 100 on Metacritic on both the PS3 and the Xbox 360 is pretty good reviews. Uh, it would get 7 out of 10s from GameSpot and IGN. The Wii version would only get a 6 out of 10. So, sorry, Mason. Huh. Once again, uh, uh, Vigorously uh, I, yeah, shaking your Wii motes. I, uh, one day, one day the Wii will be looked at as like one of the all-time great consoles. 
So I don't know about that. Today I is think not that day. Are going to look upon it fondly with nostalgia because I, at least for our age, that was like the console for when you were a kid yeah. growing up playing like Wii bowling with your friends. You're and shit. saying that you don't look at the Neo Geo color nostalgically? <laughs> How dare you? The what now? <laughs> Honestly, All right, well, I, I think probably, we have to ban Mason from this podcast now. I probably look at Ataris and Super Nintendos, because we had those in my house when I was growing up, with more nostalgia than the Neo Geo Color. How dare you. you Where don't. else were you going to play King of Fighters on when you were <laughs> six years old? No, nowhere. I was too busy playing Tetris. How dare you. How dare you not go to... Latin America and find all the arcades where King of Fighters is like a fucking religion there. <laughs> For anybody who's who's listening right now, fun drinking game you can play anytime Thomas says how dare you take a shot. You'll or, be dead. Liver <laughs> anytime I get mad at damage. Mason for being young in any of these. <laughs> Yeah, Does it count when I called them a baby earlier? Yes. I think that should take a drink retroactively. Uh, okay, and start and start drinking and don't stop whenever we go on topic. Why are there like sixteen deaths on our hands? <laughs> the breaking news from the reception. We'll segue over to a little bit of just talking about this game. Um, I'll just you know I'll lead off and just say that my my first thought process on this game was. Oh, I bet if you sat down with like five, six friends and drinks and you know at home, this would be a pretty fun game, honestly. Like this is a fun party game. Sat down and played it by myself, and I go, huh. I probably would have given up on this game after about this playthrough. <laughs> uh, like this, it, it it clearly is a game that could be a lot of fun, especially with people who don't know what they're doing playing together. But. Uh, as a fighting game, this game is sorely lacking. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. That's fair. But, I mean, even as a, as something to, like, that effect, there have even, there have been other fighting games that do that better, in my opinion. I think Smash Brothers Brawl would have been out at, by that time. If not, Melee definitely would have been out at that time. Uh, Brawl would have been Brawl out, because yeah, Brawl was that would have, I, I feel like that would be far better for that sort of... Look, PlayStation All-Stars had come out at this point. You can... PlayStation All-Stars. <laughs> it's not even that great, but it would be better... You, how dare! <laughs> I said not great. I didn't say not good. How dare! <laughs> I just... I, there, there are other games that can do that sort of situation I better. I, I think there's going to be a lot of my same repeating that I said with Marvel Nemesis of this is a fun game, but uh, man, I think if they try a little bit different style, they might have had a better game. This is, yeah. it's one of those things where, I do agree, it's very much a party game. Like, we didn't get the chance to because I'm cheap and didn't buy other PS3 controllers, but I really wanted to try a four-man match mm -hmm. because that was really fun. I remember back in the day when I did it. Back in the day, I'm 24. Are you 80 now? I mean, look, in fairness, it's an almost 14-year-old game, so. That's and fair. I feel old. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I remember when I played it with my friends and my dad, because my dad's a massive wrestling fan. He was the one who introduced me to wrestling, uh, so he played with it a lot. Played the Ultimate Warrior because he's his favorite. Uh, and I played Undertaker, constantly got my ass kicked. <laughs> but um, it's, it's one of those things where... When you get a bunch of friends together, this is very fun. It's very much, it's less fighting game and more party game, which is what wrestling games usually are, mm -hmm. but they still had these kind of fighting game elements in there, so it's very kind of a weird mixture, this game. 
I will say I think it is very much like both of you are saying about the experience of like I don't know about party game because I I've not played this as a party game but I did get to play it with Thomas behind me telling fun facts which made it way better for me because I do like wrestling and I like fun facts so he was giving me wrestling fun facts the entire time I was playing and then later I was watching Thomas playing and I was telling old wrestling stories that I could remember and I think that was a wonderful experience it definitely feels like a game that is in a lot of ways a love letter to wrestling fans uh, is, is kind of what it's trying to do. It's definitely trying to be like, hey, you remember this or this guy or what this did happened or this thing? What if this thing and this imaginary thing happened? What if this? Uh, it, it definitely feels kind of like a what if uh, thank you to fans, but which I'm sure that's why maybe it was re received so well because I think wrestling fans probably will en would enjoy this game. And it sounds like, Thomas, you and your, you know, your family, friends, people who enjoyed wrestling uh, and had wrestling as a part of your life we're like, yeah, this is exactly for us. Yeah, and that that's exactly it. Like, Mason, you brought up Smash Brothers Ball, PlayStation All-Stars, and all that. And I do agree, those are better party fighting games, but they're not wrestling games. And when you have wrestling basically in your DNA, kind of like, that sounds like my family is wrestlers. No, we're not. But when you have wrestling just inserted into your mind as much as I do, as much as my family does, I don't know about Chris, but I assume you have a lot of wrestling. Uh, so my mom, actually, when she was a little kid, her only bonding activity with her dad was they would actually go to wrestling matches, and she got to meet a lot of the old 80s wrestlers who are really famous now. I think she actually at one point did meet Andre the Giant. So when I was growing up, that was something that my parents used to bond with me, and how I bonded with my grandfather is through wrestling and through WWE and watching a lot of those, and then... TNA was really cheap to go to, so my parents would take me to TNA matches when I was younger, and I met both of the Hardy brothers and I have pictures with them, and I got them to sign a belt that I had, and like, so yeah, it is pretty much ingrained in me, and I did really enjoy this. Yeah, because that's the thing. This is, this is not a super. I should probably save this for the wrap up. No, it's but, fine. It's fine. We, this, we do this all the time. We fill in our things, and then we're like, oh yeah, we're to the wrap up stuff. Let's just you know, uh, right, reiterate. Re reiterate things, which is perfectly fine. Right, that's fair. But this is very much. Uh, this is a game made for wrestling fans, mm -hmm. and I feel like if you're not, which is why I feel like Sean is probably going to be the one who's harshest on this game. Probably, I, I don't foresee myself being super harsh overall on this game because legitimately, the the time that I spent of it, I didn't hate it. I, I got frustrated a lot, but I I don't look at this the way I look at Go Vacation. <laughs> Poor Mason. All right, well, thanks for having me. <laughs> and now, taking over his position permanently. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Part of my goal just in now, apparently in this podcast, is to make sure Mason never forgets how much I hate Go Vacation. <laughs> you just don't bring it up for the rest of the episode, and right before it's like, and hey, have a good night, everyone. Go Vacation fucking sucks. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but Anger wanking. What now? Oh, oh, yeah, you haven't listened you to the podcast. You haven't listened to the podcast. <laughs> Look, the part of the Go Vacation is a lot of stuff you had to anger wank. As in masturbate? Yeah. As in, look, do you have to do this with the Wiimote? Oh, um, I don't like the way you phrase Angrily. that. Because then I have the image of you, like, playing a video game and being like, this sucks so fucking much, I'm going to go masturbate. And, and I just, don't need that. And now I have the image in my head of just this red-faced, furious Sean <laughs> masturbating like a motherfucker. Like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. 
Alright, this podcast is off the rails. Thank you all for joining me. This <laughs> went to some weird places. Aren't you glad I'm the special guest star? God damn, go vacation is all we gotta say. It caused it again. Anyways, back to the game we were actually talking about. Yeah, back to the Dorito me. wrestler. So <laughs> I wanna Yeah, oh. back to the 3D th- they do look like 3D. They're so, so buffed up and their heads are so like it's fine that they buffed up the chest. Because, like, I get that they want to make them look more masculine, and that's how a lot of the figures were. But at least on the figures, they would at least, I mean, their thighs were always small as hell. But they would at least proportion their head a little bit better. Instead, you have Triple H walking around like his head is it, like a little pin. It kind of looks like the stretchy ones. The ones that really really look the like stretchy yeah. ones. It reminds me of, like, I don't know if you've ever seen that that comic panel of Captain America's, like, side profile, and his chest is, like, all the Rob Liefeld thing. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, I remember it's that. that. It, that's what it, it makes me think of. Um, but, but thinking about what you guys said earlier about how it's like it's a it's a WWE game for like wrestling fans, it kind of it kind of ties into like my biggest issue with this game is that I don't really necessarily think necessarily think that it is, and even if it is, if it is, if it was a WWE game geared towards wrestling fans, at this point, we we already have the two K series. It started in the year 2000. We have it's been established up until now. So like, why wouldn't Mason, you play any well, of those games? I have a question. There's a well, yes. Who do you think a WWE game is going to be geared towards, if not WWE fans? Because you said even if it is, who else would it be geared towards? I mean, it's, they're not going to say about geared towards, but you know, I think what Mason's saying is that there is a better WWE game. Yeah, that's fair. yeah, that's, okay. that's okay. what I'm gotcha. that's what I'm uh-huh. go- gearing towards. Not only is there uh, is there would there have been a better WWE game that year, there would have been better WWE games many, 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 many years prior. I, I guess the thing is that. Well, yes, there are multiple other WWE games. There's not a lot like this, is the thing. There's not a lot with the fantasy warfare elements. I mean, there are stuff, there are things where you can uh, make these fantasy matches. Like, I haven't played every single wrestling game ever made. God help me, I probably will one day. Uh, but there, support there, this podcast and help Thomas's uh, <laughs> addiction play every, play every WWE game. The, next one. the eventual Patreon is like, donate $100 a month and Thomas will play every WWE game. How many rich people y'all got listening to your podcast? I mean, we got people in Belgium. I no, assume no. they're rich I'm just there. saying that there might be someone who is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make Thomas have this addiction. Oh. <laughs> yeah, let me make... I don't like the way let, you said let that. Me, <laughs> let me force him to play WWE Raw on the original Xbox. Just oh, like, fuck. Rolling $100 bills. <laughs> Dance for me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, there's no wrestling game that's quite like this. And I sure think, you can make the wrestling matches, but you you aren't going to get these high packages anywhere else. You aren't going to get this sort of aesthetic of these cartoony styles anywhere else until Battlegrounds, which fucking sucked. I, and I, I I definitely do kind of feel like that if there wasn't already an established precedent for like what a WWE game is. And like for many years prior, then it w- then it would be better to me. But I mean, I- this is this is coming from the former Midway Studios, and like they were not uncommon with taking a sport and trying to make a new version of that game out of it. Midway 
uh, of you know made NFL blitz. You know they made uh, uh, MLB. What was the one where you could throw at people's heads? Oh, that game was so much fun. They made uh, NHL hits. They made different versions of of games for uh, any kind of sport. So it's not uncommon for another studio to try to make a new game for a sport. And it's clear that they were going to try to cartoon this game up a bit and turn down the realism. It just sometimes the uh, cartoon is uh, glaring because then you have your uh, 3D Doritos fighting. Yeah, I, ju I just, I, I guess I kind of feel like that there isn't enough of a separation between cartoony WWE wrestling and the more simulated version that you would get in other WWE games. I don't think there's enough see, of a separation. Like, it's, it's like the separation that you get from like playing. Gran Turismo versus Mario Kart. There's there's enough difference between the two that there's enough value from playing one and I playing the other. That, but with All-Stars, I, I don't really feel See, things. I do agree with that. Mm -hmm. uh, what were you? I was going to say, I don't necessarily see a need for a separation because wrestling in and of itself is very goofy and kind of cartoony. Well, that, but that's the thing is, like, the simulation tries to have the fun in it, and I think the cart the separation is that they should have maybe gone further to the cartoony. Yes. Okay. That's what yeah. I think Maze tries to say, is yeah. that it should have been more cartoony. Because there were... Lean away that. from the... Real lean completely yeah. away from the realism. You well, know, like go give, crazy. Give them superpowers. Like, Again, that would have yeah. made it so much NFL, better. Like, uh, I bring up NFL Blitz as an example of it, is, uh, as an example of going away from the established at the time. You know, Madden was king. There were a bunch of other NFL games, but Madden was still the king of uh, football games. And then uh, uh, NFL Blitz hit arcades and then 64, and, you know, you played eight-man football, and you could throw the ball deep, and you could take off people's heads. You know, like, it was just, it was insane. And, uh, you know, but nobody said, wow, this is a football simulator. No, this was a fun arcade game. And I think... That is more what Mason's wanting them to lead into, yeah, if is, I'm understanding is right. It's, it's more of the extremeness and silliness instead of trying to just uh, 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 make a wrestling game that's slightly sillier. Yes. Yeah, and I, I do agree with that, and it reminds me of this game that was in development. It was actually going to release after uh, All-Stars, but it was canceled because THQ went... Uh, it was called WWE Brawls. And basically the whole aspect of that game was the WWE All-Stars got superpowers and they straight up in in set they were still doing wrestling moves but it wasn't inside the ring it was in like the streets and you would play as big show and like throw the Miz through six buildings and shit and I'm I like I would love that the Miz yeah. deserves to be thrown through six buildings just <laughs> <laughs> saying but yeah like I do kind of agree and the more you say that yeah there is a lot of missed opportunity here like like, again, we do have Eddie Guerrero and John Cena, like, throwing you 50 feet into the air to do their moves. But why not have it to where, like, you know, maybe, like, they straight up take the ring and, like, use it as a weapon or something. Like, like they could they, break through the, like, through the I ring. I mean, look, yeah, you already like have basically giving Andre Giant the super punch. Like, yeah. his power, yeah. his punch, is, you know. <laughs> so, like, they, 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 they definitely were toying with some ideas in this. Because like imagine if like uh, like they one of the one of the fighting modes that you can do is the extreme rules where they have like buckets of weapons next to each other and it's all the basic stuff like 
baseball bats and stuff like that. But imagine, like, they had buckets to the side and they would pull out, like, massive fucking cartoony uh, sledgehammers. <laughs> or, like, a giant, like, stick with a rubber duck on the end. Like, they, think of how ridiculous they could have made it. And basically, I just, you're wanting Bugs Bunny to wrestle John Cena. Yes, I just... Okay, I would love I, that I shit. Say, I, would, I was gonna say, fuck it, hell, I would love the shit out of that. Unironically, <laughs> that is what I want like now. You, like you, I will not accept any wrestling game that does not have you re- like you reach into the, you reach into the can and you pull out an anvil that you can then throw at the other. Like so, it was somehow just... Mason is going to try to combine cats with uh, wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. It's just uh, rum tum swing in uh, baseball. There's your weekly podcast reminder that Mason chose Cats as his number one movie that, need, uh, that needed a the video. The live game. action one? Yes, yes. the live With action. With the spiked penises? Yes. Why is that where you went? Because <laughs> it was a rumor on Twitter for a while that wasn't real, but I never watched the movie, so I can't that, confirm that was whether my, or not it's real. That was, that was the, the, the movie that I wanted to get a time game because I wanted it to be a Just Dance clone. With, Go with listen cats to the podcast characters. and you can just listen to literally the life falling out of Thomas and I as, if, as Mason is talking. Just okay, and, that and is not calm. what you got slapped for, but I think that is what you should have gotten slapped for. No, it probably is. <laughs> but, uh, oh dear. But yeah, that's just what I'm trying to, is that I feel like with All-Stars, I, I just feel like they went too safe. They went too safe and they held back a little if, bit and it should have been we, more ridiculous. They, I think they went too safe in several di- directions. One, in the silliness, but two, in the character choices. I've been waiting to yell about this. They are all giving me a look because they know it. I Some of the character choices are very plain. Like, they're fine wrestlers, but I don't know anyone who's like, oh my god, Seamus is my all-time favorite. Or who did you unlock that you were like, Jack Why? Swagger. Jack, Swa- Jack Swagger, of all people. Like, you have so many choices. You could have put in the boogeyman. Or even, like, anyone, like, my all-time favorite. The Boogie Man would have been cool in this one. Uh, but my all-time favorite is Batista. And I am ridiculously mad at the fact that they got Seamus, Jack Swagger, Randy fucking Orton over fucking Batista. Who also has the coolest intro. That would have been great for this game because they have the intros. Coolest intro. Yeah, I do have a lot of names that are missing from this game that that are that I just raised an eyebrow at. And a lot of these, I thought, oh, well, they might have been with TNA at this point. But this game was being developed in 2009, and I watched a WWE pay-per-view from 2009 because I'm on a kick. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and a lot of the names that I'm thinking of, I'm like, no, they're still there, so what the hell? Uh, Batista was one. Another one was Ric Flair. Ric Flair isn't in this game. and that's Very surprising. I was going to say, because like, you think of wrestling, you think of three people... Well, four. Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, Ultimate Warrior, and Ric Flair. Those are four of the big ones. I named ones. one of those when uh, I, I was asked to name uh, wrestlers, and I named one of those. And Depending were... on which generation you actually started with, those might not be the first four you would think of, because he's Thomas probably knows a bit more about older wrestling than I do, whereas I started watching when I was born, basically. So the 2000s were my generation, who are people that are like more on there. Um, like, there are ones that I would expect to be on there. But Ric Flair, even if I'm going to name four wrestlers off the top of my head that I would expect to be on there, Ric Flair is one of them. Like that man No fit. matter when you started, he is yep. wrestling. He came out in that robe with the hair, yelling, and he he was wrestling. That, that man is basically a, a human cartoon character anyway. So that yeah, w- so it would have been that man. <laughs> easy to make cartoonized. But there's, there's also, like... 
I'm mostly mentioning this for my dad because it's his second favorite wrestler, Lex Luger. World's strongest dude. Not really, but he was a big buff dude. He was the narcissist, then Hulk Hogan left, and he became the American hero because Vince McMahon likes his big blunt sweaty men. Don't we all? <laughs> I was going to say that's definitely Mason's type. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, he's not in here. Kevin Nash and Scott Hall aren't, which, again, those two, they were uh, Diesel and Razor Ramon. And, again, those two are two big ones where it's like, Okay, they may not be the biggest, but still, they're the NWO. Oh yeah, I'm no. I was just thinking because I was like, I was thinking more of new wrestlers. But if you're combining the older wrestlers and the newer wrestlers, which is the thing of this game, those are people you would want to include on there. But but even if we're talking new wrestlers, ones that I think are really missing, and especially because it would have made for a great fantasy warfare match with one of the DLC teams, the Hardy Boys. The All right, okay, Hardy so the reason why they are not in here, I'm pretty sure, is because they defected to TNA in 2008, and they stayed, if I remember correctly, they stayed all the way up until, like, 2016, 2017, because I was seeing them see, at TNA see, matches right around this time. See, this that's the thing. I, I, that is true. They were at TNA in 2011. But this game was being developed in 2009. Guess who the fuck was on a WWE pay-per-view in 2009? The fucking Hardy Boys. Oh, shit. I thought they defected earlier than no, that. No, uh, Jeff Hardy was on there. He might have left around the time of this development, to be fair, because I don't know when in 2009. And the pay-per-view I watched was fairly early, like April 2009. But it's still like... Okay, just imagine there are some DLC characters that I also think should have been the base roster. Chris I Chris Jericho, I think, should have been the base roster. Yeah. Again, one of my, fa- my dad's favorites. The LOD, Legion of Doom. I'm doing this... Hey, Dad, I'm doing this for you. <laughs> oh, what a rush! That's the thing. But just think, imagine the Legion of Doom versus the Hardy Boys. That would be a great fantasy. I, that would match. be great. I do think that they potentially wanted to do more, because when you read behind the scenes a bit of the uh, DLC stuff, and because they shut down online mode pretty quickly. Oh, uh, there was by, an online mode? Yeah, yeah. By 2013, the online mode was shut down. Oh, that's not very long at all. That's not long. So, and they only did, what, three DLCs, four DLCs, two or three? It was there, not was, there was big boss man, Chris Jericho, Ted DiBiase, Ted DiBiase Jr., and the Legion of... D- yeah, I think there were only... Yeah, like so there weren't that many, and I think they were... While this game was received fairly well... You know, it, 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 there was other WWE games that came out right afterwards and later that kind Which of... I brought up uh, earlier. Yeah. Now, here's uh, this is my last fun fact of this game on this was... Uh, uh, in 2011, it was nominated for Best Fighting Game at the Spike Video Game Awards, but it lost to Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I mean, not surprising. The, but... the, the remake? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's going to blow no, right out of the water. Yeah. yeah. yeah the one for, in 2011, yeah, it lost to... Yeah, the one, the one <laughs> from no, 1999. It lost to Mortal Kombat versus DC, the best one. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. <laughs> I think, to kind of follow up on Mason's, like, making this game a little more bolder and things like that, or make it a little more cartoonish, or f- finding more fun in this game, going back to the first podcast, I think that if kind of this game and Marvel Nemesis, like, both of them, like, combined what they were trying to do, I think that's where we get what we have, what I, like, what I was talking about in Marvel Nemesis, wanting to make it more of a party game, and if this game was more extreme in it, if, you know, more of, like, the fun stuff, you know, whether it was superpowers, just more of the cartoonish, the, just, like, destructible environments that kind of are in Nemesis and things like that, like, if you combine those two games' ideas together... I mean... 
I, I think we fixed both of them. Look I mean, at that. I mean, you can't even say, oh, wrestling doesn't have destructible environments. Have oh, you seen so some of those back? They seen destroy some those rings so much. Yeah. The they amount of wrestlers that have gotten, like, they would take off the padding on the side of the rings and, like, use it to whack each other, but they need stitches in their heads because they would hit the poles straight on. Or, dude, have you seen those backstage brawls? They're throwing, oh, they're throwing each other through windows. They're hitting each other with cars. They're throwing They'll specifically TV put in breakable tables in the ring during certain matches so that way you can have the image of someone slamming someone else through a table. And sometimes they won't do that. Poor Spanish announce table. That thing has been abused so much. Oh, God, yeah. The announcer's <laughs> table has been destroyed so many times. The... Uh... This is why WWE Street sounds super cool. And now that I'm like, I will say, you know, honestly, I can feel NFL Street, NBA Street, and I was like, WWE Street. street. Can you imagine, like, the, like the jumping off of instead of like the ring, you're jumping off of buildings into each. Oh, again, I, I, that that canceled WWE Brawls game. Uh, I found that out. I found out about that like a month ago, and I'm still fucking sad that got canceled. <laughs> I, I, I will show you footage after this. It's very depressing. There's footage of it? That's <laughs> <Yes>. awesome. <laughs> I will say, another way they could have made it sillier is also just, like, some of the characters that they used. I'm going back to the characters thing. Because it just... <laughs> hey, well, it's not, I'm not even talking about the characters that are, like, my personal favorites that I think they should have included. But given the fact that they were kind of leaning into the cartooniness, and then they chose some of the plainer-looking wrestlers, um, such as... I'm really going to slam on Randy Orton here, but Randy Orton... Well, um, he is a very he basic... He looks like a Barbie boy. version, too. Like, not even really good. I but think that the characters do look like Barbies. Like, they, they do yeah. look like... Yeah. They um, look plastic yeah. as hell. I yes. Think, I think they But, even... like, if they were gonna, like, really do, like, lean into the silliness, they could have brought in some of the silly characters. Like I said, the Boogeyman, or... What was his name? The little short guy. The Hornswoggle. The Hornswoggler. Like, there were some really ridiculous wrestlers whose whole thing was to be absolutely ridiculous. Bring in Doink the Clown. (laughs) And here's another thing. I think they could have gotten away with, like, the roster that they have in the game if if they could add, like, you know, more outlandish outfits. Like, give, like, dress him up a little bit. They put Kane in the game. Kane isn't even wearing his fucking mask. He does, he he has one alternate outfit. They have alternate outfits in this game. Oh, they do? I didn't notice that. They they do. Uh, I only noticed it because when you play the Fantasy Warfare mode and you play as Kane, he has his mask. I was going to say, I thought Thomas played him as his mask. Yeah. Trust me, I don't blame you because I was bitching about that too because I fucking hate Kane without his mask. So they, the, a, lot of the, a lot of the characters in these, they, they've... They, like, when I, when I see uh, Kane in the game without his mask, I think of that scene in, uh, in Predator where, he ta- where the Predator takes off his mask and Arnold goes... You're one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> I haven't seen... Uh, weird off topic. I haven't seen Prey... God, I hope they say that in, like, Comanche or something. Yes. Or whatever, <laughs> or whatever, or whatever the language is. I'm probably... That's probably racist as shit. I'm sorry. That's all good. Like, you know, definitely dating this podcast now when someone in three years back goes, what the fuck is Prey? Yeah, anyway. what's Prey? I've heard really good things about the movie. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't either, but I heard it's really I've dangerous. heard it's I've fantastic. heard great things. <sighs> Any, so, anyway... Go ahead. But but yeah, it's uh, yeah it's one of those things. Uh, again, bringing up the WWE Brawls thing, they didn't have a lot of legends in that game, but they did have uh, like designs for some of the wrestlers, and even the more plain ones, they do insane shit with. 
Seamus. Who the fuck cares about Seamus? But in that game, he's like this Scottish warrior. He's got like this flaming sword and shit. I'm like, that's cool. So he's like, like the, Scott from, uh, uh, the Scottish guy from uh, Samurai Jack? Yes, exactly. They do that. <laughs> they make Seamus the Scott from Samurai Jack. See, and, and then I wouldn't complain about Seamus being in this because otherwise he's just... I don't think I have ever met a single person who's like, you want to know who my favorite wrestler is? Seamus. Yeah. And I know some people with some weird opinions, but I've never met anyone who was like, Seamus, all-time favorite wrestler. I mean, and they, they, you know... At best. bless Bless the hearts of the character designers. They do at least try to make him a little more exciting. They give him Goku hair. They tried. His hair is just like time, that. I was going to say his really? hair. Uh, yeah. I was going to say his hair is just but straight up like that. he's an insanely boring character. Because, of course, it's wrestling. It's all scripted. They all have characters. He's an incredibly boring character. All of his moves, the names are all very basic. He, all of his moves are just very basic in general. He shame. comes out and he's the most basic. Like, he actually has some cool intro music of the, like, the, like, bagpipes or he did for yeah. a while. But other than that, very basic, she- boring man. Seamus's whole thing can be summed up with one sentence, and it's, My name is Seamus, and I like to fight. And that's it. That's his, that's his character. Uh, he does have one of my favorite bits in all of WWE, though, because there was an episode where the Muppets guest starred, because of course there was, and he saves Animal. <laughs> Not Animal, fuck. He saves Beaker. <laughs> who, who, who also has the uh, really spiky hair? So he saves Beaker from one from the bad guys, and then he spikes up Beaker's hair. Oh my god! I, I got to find that. It's amazing. Huh. But wrestling, wrestling, wrestling's so fucking stupid. It's my favorite thing. It is. It's so amazing because wrestling really knows what it's about, and what it's about is being absolutely ridiculous while being half naked and punching other men in the face. You and gotta I, love it. And see, exactly. I, that's that goes back to my my big problem with with All Stars is that I wish they would have leaned into that more, like make it crazy. Can you imagine a visual novel that was a wrestling? Oh my! It God. kind of exists. There's a game called I mean it, it's visual novel elements. There's a game called Fire Pro Wrestling World or whatever. Hmm. It's based on New Japan Pro Wrestling, not WWE. But it's it's a wrestling game, but in between matches, it's a visual novel. You know what? (laughs) Fantastic. Love that. Just the the next Phoenix Wright game is going to have WWE. (laughs) Guess Phoenix Wright, guest starring Jonathan Q. Scene. (laughs) So on this podcast, we like to ask two important questions of every game. Uh, This is probably one of the more modern games on it, so this is going to be interesting uh, as we go. But uh, how does this game hold up is our first question. I think even for like... Even if I played this game when it came out, I'd be like, this looks like a PS2 game. This is a game for, for made for the PS3, looks like a PS2 game. And, and that goes back to just how plasticky these mm-hmm. characters look. And I mean, if they had definitely leaned into the not-fighting-simulator more, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot yeah. of it, I think some of the designs and the look and the controls would have been more forgivable. But, like, not that, like, it's it's still, like, I'm like, PS3, you didn't have, like, the super in-depth graphics. But I remember playing, like, Madden or uh, or any of the NBA games around that same period of time and, like, being like, oh, yeah, I can tell who the main people are 100% and their faces are looking closer and closer, you know. Uh, some people are way off. But, like, it just, for as small as the roster actually is... For a game that promises to be this massive roster, it's you know you'd think that they would have gotten the faces down more. Uh, so graphically, yeah, like, it doesn't really hold yeah, up. Like we said, like you said, the Rock looks like Vince Vaughn. 
Oh, who's the really bad looking uh, one? Andre the Giant's face is so bad. Oh, his face uh, is Andre really the Giant's face bad. is really Andre, Andre the Giant looks like Clayface. Yeah, really it's does. really yeah. bad. Oh, God, Although I will was... say it's really funny, because uh, one of the... Oh, Jesus, Edge. Edge, 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 Edge oh, looks God. so fucking terrible. Funny. I mean, to be fair, he has a very smug-ass face in real life. It's kind of why <laughs> I love him. But yeah, he... He looks like that fucking TikTok filter with the narrow channel yeah. and everything. That's I what will say, like. Edge in real life has the face of someone who needs to go into a job where he gets punched regularly. He does. And you know, that's why I like him. The, 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 the funny thing about Andre the Giant, though, is that they do kind of make him like cartoonishly huge that if you have if you have him and you're fighting him as Rey Mysterio it's the funniest shit in the world because that is what he was like you do not understand that man was cartoonishly huge yeah. next to that, the other wrestlers it looked like you were like making like, espe- shit up especially Rey Mysterio who's like the one of the shorter would, guys that motherfucker would hold like regular sized beer. Say that. Okay, you can. No, say no, it. go ahead. Your story. Okay. This motherfucker would hold like regular sized beer cans in his hand, and he would grab them, and it would be like, uh, you know, those old vines where the short person would grab something, throw it, and it would be like miniature, and the other guy saying, "That is what it would be like." Oh yeah. Like they'd be like, "Hey, Andre, want this soda?" Sure, and it'd be like in the palm of his hand or some shit. Just <laughs> ginormous, man. Just ginormous. In, God like, bless. your TV can never do that man justice. God rest that man's soul. As oh. far yes. as the gameplay on it, most of it holds up fine for what it is gameplay-wise. It's just, it, the, it very much I, feels like as a game that wanted to do something, and so they dumbed down a lot of the controls I, and a lot I, of things, and there's no not a lot of complexity to it. And I think that kind of comes down to this being more wrestling game than fighting game, mm-hmm. but still trying to combine the two. As well as the fact that this game did come out alongside SmackDown versus Raw 2011 or WWE 12 or whatever, because it's just because WWE pumps out these games like nothing else, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. moneymaker. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? I all right, possibly hot take. WWE 2K22 is good. Fucking stop. All right, just take a break. Make a really stupid ass wrestling game. Bring back WWE Brawls or something. I don't care. Just I'm sick of the fucking simulators. They're not going to stop keep because doing it because every year it's the same. If the viewership goes down, their app makes no money because nobody fucking subscribes to that anymore. No. Actually, I think it shut down if I remember correctly. Uh, I think so because you can honestly watch it all on Peacock. That's the, why I watch uh, it. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to because the, the, the yearly simulators, the 2Ks, you know, they do it for every sport. The roster update, the little things on that, they're going to do it every year because that is just a huge money. Because, look, I, I'm someone who bought, like, seven years of Madden in a row at one point in my life. Like, yeah, there are people that just every year you want to buy the next version, even if it's just a slight change. Here's what here's what made uh, All-Stars pretty funny for me, though, is that I have 2K22, which as of right now is the most recent WWE 2K game. Playing All-Stars and then playing 2K22... Night and fucking day. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. They are well, two very different games. I, I played 2K22 as like a free trial or something, and it is actually very fun. It's a fantastic fun game. I, like, I, I will say that, and you know, the simulators, they're fun. I just, I'm tired of them. That's I, fair. I, I, want, I want my NFL blitzes back. I want my mm-hmm. main NHL hits. I want the stupid sports games back. Give me, uh, oh, what the hell is it? 
I mean, Warhammer Blood Bowl kind of does that, but it's very different. I mean, very, the last, very like, like so. very outside of Mario uh, uh, sports type game, I can think of would be um, uh, uh, the uh, 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 Mutant Football League on the Switch. Oh, Jesus, uh, yeah. That game's decently fun, but yeah, that's it's still... I, you know, I haven't played it, but, but yeah, I'm just realizing. Yeah. That's the last thing I can remember, but it seems like all of us kind of agree that like this game doesn't really hold up over the time on this. It's, no. it, it has its elements, but... It, it didn't hold up when it released. That's fair. Some of the controls are ass, but it's fun. I, I was going to say, I think it is a fun game, and it, I, I think it's one of those things where it doesn't have flaws yet, but I will still love the shit out of it because I love the shit out of wrestling, and this is a celebration of mm-hmm. wrestling. So Our second question that we always ask uh, is... Do you think this game deserves a remake or a reimagining? And I think kind of we more or less answered a lot of this, that a reimagining but going full cartoony would very much be in uh, the interest of it. I, I think in bringing fans, even new fans out, Which if you did something outside of the norm maybe, or did something different. Instead, you're tired of the simulators, so something new Which, do it. I mean, sorry, I keep bringing shit up. Uh there was a app, a mobile game back in 2015, WWE Immortals. It was made, it was made by Nether Realm Studios. Hmm. Uh, I mean, they're mobile division, obviously, but it was made by them. And it's that it is wrestling, but they're doing stupid ass shit, and they're like being superheroes or whatever. It's it's the it's the Injustice mobile game, but with but with WWE, WWE characters. characters. That's cool. That's and, legitimately cool. And it's literally like Triple H is like this Viking motherfucker. John Cena is a literal superhero. Batista is a literal animal, like he's a fucking werewolf. Uh, Fuck yeah. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin is because he's Stone Cold. He's literally like an ice dude. See, that would be so cool. Like, yeah, reimagine that, that, these games. I was, and that's the thing. I want so bad for that to be released for console. I don't give a shit if it's the exact same game. I just want it to be released for the fucking consoles. But no, it's just mobile, and it was delisted, and I'm upset. <laughs> yeah, that's the type of reimagining we'd like. Uh, yeah, just go full. I feel like I've kind of dominated this podcast. No, also. you're fine. I think it's kind of in all of it, but you're also the, the passionate one about this. Behind Chris is just... Ugh, ugh, ugh. Where's Bautista? I only brought that up twice. I had other things to say. You've also been twitching about it, though, the entire time. I twitched about everything. It's (laughs) not that. It's that I'm twitchy. Sorry, the cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) It's only 70% Bautista. (laughs) 30% cocaine. Get it right. I'm kidding. I I don't do do cocaine. I do kind of wish Bautista was... At least I I need something to do his intro well. Because he has a kick-ass intro with the machine gun thing. His, and that's he's, the thing and he's that in, me. And he's in uh, another game that kind of tried to redo this in a more cartoony way, WWE Battlegrounds. The problem is that game is not good. It's very live service bullshit. Mm. It looks somehow worse than All-Stars, and it came out a year ago. It looks fucking hideous, seriously. That was the game that we got instead of 2K21 because 2K20 was such dog shit. Yeah, 2K20 was a disaster. That they were like, all right, we're going to put this series on a one-year break, but here's another shitty game to make up for it. You're welcome. Yeah, and it, it's such a... And Batista's intro in that game, he, he, Chris, you know it, where he slam, slam, mm-hmm. machine gun, and yeah. the fireworks go off. Yeah, Here, slam, you know, slam, leg slap, machine gun. 
Fireworks. You know what the you know what it is in that game? He does the machine gun thing, the and there's literally pop pop up like one firework behind him, and I'm like, that's no. so fucking lame. His <laughs> his intro is so over the top because it's WWE. Their intros are all over the top, but his is legitimately so. Oh, Triple H is so talking. His <laughs> intro was so cool, and given that they gave such focus in these games on the intros, I don't understand. Just not even from the perspective of someone who legitimately loves Batista and who grew up, growing up had like six different Batista action figures. Like his just his intro alone for something that's so focused on it is so great because it is over the top. It's fun. It's great to look at. There's great audio to it. His like song fucking slaps. Like. It's a good intro to include. WWE intro songs in general fucking slap. They do. They pick some great songs for those. Shawn Michaels had an amazing theme song. Honestly, we sh- Sorry. We, oh, no, should, we should talk Randy Orton a lot. His theme song fucking slaps. Randy Orton sucks. I hate his character. I hate his face. I hate everything about him. But his theme song is legitimately good. Uh, bringing up the intro, that did, that did remind me of something I meant to bring up earlier. Um, loading screens. Oh, this. My God, oh, yeah, this we're game in the, goes. We're in the PS3 loading this screen. game right. goes off on loading screens. There like, is so just, fucking many. You got to you got to load in. You got to load in the intros. You got to load in both. In, you got to there's there's loading screen. There's the venue intro. There's the first intro. Another smaller loading screen. The second intro. Then another loading screen for the actual fight. It's uh. There's a, a lot huge of problem screens. with PS3 style games, even it's, PS4, of just the amount of loading screens that had to be in game. It's like, hey, you want to play the game? Too bad, loading screens. Yeah, there's just there's a lot. Of... All right. So I think we can really sum up this entire game and the thoughts on it by literally what Chris just said. Man, I wish this game had more fireworks and fun in it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, basically, yeah, like just more. It just absurd it, bullshit. It just, I think, it, I think they played it too safe. That yeah. that makes sense. I will. Yeah. Right. Sorry, I had this oh. out of note. Thomas has a final thought. Play another, us out, Thomas. Another thought out of nowhere. I, it's just, it's a very stupid thing. Uh, the fantasy warfare mode. We brought that up earlier. Some of those matchups, like some of them, are legit cool. John Cena versus Hulk Hogan. Obviously, that's a good one. Uh, Kane versus Jimmy Superfly Snuka. There was another one that was really good. God damn it. What was it? Um, shit. I can't remember what it was, but there was one. Really... Brought the Hitman Heart versus Edge. Really good one. Yeah. Then there's some that have been done. <laughs> it's like, I, I get that, you know, they need to fill them out, but it's also like, when they've been done a million times, it makes them feel special. There's like, some that are very basic and expected, like Andre the Giant and Big Show. Yeah. Which, to be fair, that didn't happen, but what did happen, Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio happened. Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels happened mm-hmm. twice. They're two of the More greatest. More than twice, I think. That's true, but the two big times are the two WrestleMania oh. matches. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, I mean, they're the two two of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time, but it's still happened twice. Rock versus Triple H happened like every other fucking week. <laughs> like, yeah. But but yeah, that's just one thing. Is again, that kind of goes back to what we said about the game. It doesn't go whole hog with its concept. Like WWE yeah. All Stars. It's a game. Uh, it is a game that kind of did not live up on its potential, uh, but Thomas holds it deeply in his heart. Yes. <laughs> Mason wants more MGK in it. Uh. <laughs> Honestly, I was surprised. I, I, 
what I wanted to do, but I forgot to do it. They do have a character customizer. Was make it's, one. It's, it's better than I thought it was, so I wanted to try and make what, it. What, 3D Dorito? 3D Dorito. Dorito, Dorito. <laughs> yeah, somehow he, you can't, exactly, you wouldn't like it. You can't make him look like he's one cigarette away from death. He'd still look fucking jacked. <laughs> I was hoping, praying that we could go the whole. No, no. <laughs> and I, I waited to the end. So, that's that's it. That's the podcast. That's that's our wrestling episode for this season. <laughs> Don't worry, Thomas has many, many more. <laughs> Help us. There's a good um, chance I might hijack every single Chris one. Chris may come back as a guest. Thank you for coming on, Chris. Thank you guys for letting me. It, it was very fun. Glad to have you on it. And uh, next week, uh, we're going to do something completely different. Bumblyberg is in trouble, guys. So, uh, buckle up. If you like and, to talk to tomatoes, we've got a show God. for you. Get ready. <laughs> And we'll see y'all next time.